We're here. Welcome to episode 37, It Feels Like Heaven, of the Cause I Have To podcast. 37 feels like heaven. I'm going to make a jingle for every episode number. Where living your dream is the only option. Uh, our next guest is a celebrity makeup artist. Oh. And how do I know? He must have worked on my makeup because I'm a celebrity. <laughs> he does my makeup too. Look at how good I look, everybody. You guys are Born natural beauties. Natural you know, beauties. That's what I always say. Yeah. Born and raised in France, moved to the States straight out of school in the 80s, started working in the beauty industry amidst the music video boom. And he hasn't stopped since. And we're going to get to the pronunciation of his name. Patrick <laughs> de Fonbrun is coming that's, up next. <laughs> that's good enough, yes. Close enough. Welcome to the Cuz I Have To podcast, where living your dream is the only option. I'm your host, Julie Slater. And I'm Jason Friday. And we've been scouring the earth for people living their dharma so we can share their stories with you. And hopefully we help you find your dharma. Let's do it. How do you pronounce your last name? Let me take, we probably asked you this once before. Is it De Fonbrun? De Fonbrun? This is very close. De Fonbrun. Oh boy. De Fonbrun. De Fonbrun. De Fonbrun. De Fonbrun. De Fonbrun. It's like a De Fonbrun. B R U N E. Brun. Yeah. Brun. Which really, if you translate it, it means brown button. Oh. Brown? Brown button. Yeah, which I I guess describes the area my family came from, the southwest of France, and uh, I guess it was mountains and brown bottoms. (laughs) That is so interesting. I know. know. It's very odd. I don't tell many people that. (laughs) Don't don't tell anyone. Yeah, don't tell anyone. I just revealed it. I usually go by Patrick and call it a day. Yes, let's just call you Patrick. That might be easier. Just don't say Uh, Pat. No, no Pat. Oh, do you hate Patty or Pat? Oh, yeah, Patty, Pat. Yeah, no. How about Defont? Yeah, if you hear Defont. Defont. I'll take that. Defont Brun. Defont Brun. Je m'appelle Jolie, et vous? Oui, bonjour. That's about as far as I got. I did learn some French when I first was, I went to France, gosh, 2001. And I was very proud. I learned enough to, you know, maybe order a ticket. Yeah, that's all you need. Get somewhere, yeah. <laughs> maybe order yeah. something on a menu. Yeah. But uh, uh, the foreign language did not come easily to me. Usually, you know, when, when people find out I'm French, they go, oh, no, you know, I speak French. Yeah, voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce soir? <laughs> you're like, and, oh, uh, first time I heard that you're one. Like, oh, that's yeah. weird. The rest of the country does that too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I either turn them down or say, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so how long have you been in the U.S.? Then? Since the oh, 80s or no? Right. Yeah, since the beginning. I have been here since the early 80s. I came straight out of school. I graduated and had a dream to come to the States. Came here on vacation and never left. And did you go to L.A. first or somewhere else? I first came to New York, then L.A., then Florida, then really quickly back to L.A. 
You know what's hilarious <laughs> is that I decision. also have lived in Florida and New York and LA. You're just missing, yeah, you're missing Michigan in there. Yeah. Have you ever been to Michigan? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, no. okay. All right. Um, so, yeah. How long it, have you? Mm-hmm, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say it was Central Florida in the 80s, and that was just a world so far away from Paris in the 80s, you know. It, uh, oh, yeah. I remember working with uh, Hillary Clinton once when she was um, first lady and really bright, interesting woman, like oh, wow. fascinating. She would talk to you and just zero, really, really look at you. And, you know, and she asked me about myself and I told her Florida. She said, well, where in Florida? I said, Ocala, Florida. And she literally almost fell off her chair. Like she was laughing so hard. She was like, what the oomph were you doing in Ocala, Florida? In was the that, early was 80s? Florida ever cool? I mean, when you moved there, was it a cool place for makeup or whatever? Oh, no, I wasn't doing? doing makeup back then. No, yeah, no, yeah. no. It, I was just, um, I don't know what I was doing back then. <laughs> my, my mom and brother had moved there and opened up a restaurant. And so I went. Oh, nice. I was already here in LA and I felt like, okay, I'm going to go and help him out. And within a year and a half, I said, I can't take it. I'm loading up my car, driving back to California, which I did, cross-country. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a great drive. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty drive. wild. For many ways, uh, yeah, yeah, long, but so liberating for me. Oh, sure. So then Gosh. what, um, okay, first tell us, what would you say is your dharma that you've been living and your truest passion? And has it changed over the years? Yeah, let's see. What? Yes, I think I have been lucky enough to run into my dharma and and just just go with it and go for it. And my my career, my life was just a series of coincidences that took me where I am at today. And I always say it's because I was stupid enough to say, "Sure, yeah, I'll do it." <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah, I'll do it. You know, and I just. It took me places. It was good to that. me. Yeah, yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. Where where did that first start, though? I mean, what was the beginning of like, oh my gosh, you know, makeup and whatever? Um, well, I I really literally knew nothing about makeup, but I was always drawing and painting, and and um, I was uh, working on tables, waiting on tables like everybody else in the eighties. And uh, I had a a friend. She was from Denmark, and she had come here to go to a special effects school. And um, so, as I said, I was working on tables and I, I started freaking out, thinking, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Am I just going to be a waiter? I mean, you know, I'm French. Yeah, I'm sure. Think, do I have to be a waiter? And then I thought, you know what? Special effects, that sounds really interesting. So I went and checked out the school. At the time, it was called Elegance International. And I enrolled. And one of the class, in order to learn basic special effects, you had to learn basic beauty makeup oh funny so that's how i was introduced to beauty makeup um and then that very same friend Anne from denmark a couple of months later told me hey listen i know this photographer she's um shooting portfolios for young models who are getting in the industry and she's looking for a makeup artist are you interested and i said um sure i'll do it <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I uh, got the number, I called the number, and I talked to this woman, and uh, we had a really good report on the phone. She said, well, let's meet. I said, okay. And she was not far from where I lived. And uh, I went, knocked on the door, she opened up the door, and she turned out to be one of my regular customers that came to the restaurant, like maybe like once a week. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 
So we had an instant connection and I started working with young, beautiful models and, and just like creating this, making people happy, creating a look. And I was like, yeah, you know, that's, that's really, I really like it. I dig that. Yeah. Right. So that was Leslie Hunter, the photographer, amazing woman. And um, I started getting pictures together. And at some point, maybe like a year later, Leslie said, um, there's an agency that is opening a junior agency and they're looking for young up and coming talent. And at the time I was young, up and coming. So they, she gave me the info. I called, I went and met the owner of the agency and she said, yeah, I will take you under and represent you. And as you said, it was right in the middle of the music video boom. And there was a great need for um, makeup artists. And at the time, back in the 80s, it wasn't like now. The market wasn't flooded with makeup artists, you know. So right away, they sent me on jobs that were so much bigger than me. And like, I would, it was so (sighs) stressful and... I wouldn't sleep the night before a job, you know, and I would be on projects like um, Michael Jackson's projects or or a Madonna Pepsi commercial, you know, like really big stuff. But I survived it and I've learned, you know, never let them see you sweat. That is absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) It's kind of wild. Like you're hired for something that you're not exactly sure you're ready for, but then you just put on your your big pants and do it. And I mean, meanwhile, yeah. the people the people would be shocked to know you felt that way. Oh, yeah. I bet. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I mean, knock on wood, I've, it's never been an issue where I didn't deliver or what have you, but of I guess my agent had faith in me, you know. And and also, these were wilder times, you know, the, the mid-80s. It was great. Yeah. It was really a, a great time to start a career i think a young makeup artist right now might find it way more difficult sure you know why do you why would you say that like what are the obstacles well competitions first of all you know anybody who has a couple of mascaras and lipsticks called themselves you know makeup artists and then you have to compete with right yeah Yeah, yeah no no sure 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 yeah and then you have to compete with you know social medias and 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 people who can do half a face and like and paint it like you you would never effectively do that kind of work on a photo shoot or a video or a commercial or a movie you know it's just it's unrealistic and so yeah. except for the kardashians maybe but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny oh my god so that's how you know little by little from the music video world i went to advertising from advertising i moved on to celebrities <laughs> Do you like working with celebrities? I guess so. um, They get a bad rap. It's my job. You know, that's what I do. Uh, I like it. I've met some amazing people. I've met some not as amazing. You know, it's it's the people around the celebrities that are usually um, harder to deal with. Yeah. Around them. Around them. Right, right, Got it. Yeah, not them specifically, right? Yeah, (laughs) the publicist. But you didn't hear me say that. (laughs) Yeah. It's the other people. If you could name them, who are some of the people that you work on? Well, uh, makeup. Because um, at first, when I was doing a lot of um, advertising, I worked with a lot of model turned actresses, which at the time I had no idea they were going to be so 
effing huge. Um, yeah. Charlize Theron, Cameron Diaz, uh, Jessica Alba, you know, all the all those wow. young models who sure. turn into acting. So yeah. Yeah, right. those girls and then Angela Bassett, um, them, damn, Helen Mirren. <laughs> <laughs> Good old she Helen. She seems like Nothing she would like be a awesome. She was wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Speaks French fluently, actually. Oh. Of course she does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why wouldn't yeah, she? Yeah, why wouldn't she? <laughs> um, God, you know, more and names Wanda, welcome to. Wanda Sykes oh, Wanda is one Sykes, of your long of time. Yes, yeah, yeah. Wanda, who's uh, oh, right, Wanda, yeah. equally as funny in real life as she is. Oh, I could imagine. On, yeah. your, <laughs> on your TV or, you know, just, and, and just a wonderful, wonderful woman. Very that happy. So for her. Awesome. She's so successful right now. It's very happy. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Go on. Yeah. yeah. Do you get to know them? Like, you know how when you go get your hair done, you spend so much time, you know, tell, talking about your life with the hairstylist. Is that the same for makeup? Do they yes. tell, talk a lot or are some yes. of them like, shh, be quiet? No. Are you a therapist on the side for therapist. your makeup clients? I'm a total therapist. <laughs> I always say if they had wanted to find Bin Laden faster, they should have sent makeup parties to the Middle East because... <laughs> Because oh you know everything. We know everything. I mean, oh I'm in your face. I am there yeah. first thing in the morning. Like you're barely awake. I'm in your face. You know, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna take care of you. I'm gonna be doing your makeup, but I'm also gonna be your supporter. You know, because yeah. no production is gonna hire a makeup artist who's who's a bummer a downer, someone who's going to show up and, and get the star to be in a bad mood. You know, they, they, yeah. that's You're just... like a fluffer. You're a makeup fluffer. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Thank you. Yes, yes. There's a, there's a new career direction. Thank you. Yeah, right. A makeup fluffer. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Some of my best work has been done on my knees, literally, because... <laughs> Because I don't always have a high chair, so it's I have yeah, to yeah, yeah. myself, break my back. Oh, that's very funny. That's um, good. Can you tell us oh, about good. any um, with you know? Of course, you're not going to name any names, but any fun, terrible experiences with celebrities, even from way in the past. It's I've been lucky, and I, that's me knocking on wood. It's it's always been you know what it's always the not so big celebrity oh up my and God, coming totally. you know totally oh, same right. thing in the music industry it's always that one who throws her you know passive aggressive attitude or I, I mean there was um okay there was an actress uh, British she did some movies and she's done been on TV but she's kind of like really middle of the road but very pretty and stuff. And uh, we're doing a photo shoot and it was a little bit windy and, and her bangs were blowing the wrong way. Hairstylists always have to deal with that, you know. And she just literally broke down and cried and she had a meltdown because the wind wasn't cooperating. You know? Oh my God. Girl, you know, get together. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. I mean, a perfect example that Julie experienced, you know, uh, Julia, and where were you when you. Oh, I always bring up have you ever met Julia Roberts? No, in your time, there's one oh. one woman I've never met. Oh. She's extremely Just... loyal to her girl. Oh, She's been working sure. with the same girl for. Oh, okay, so yeah, yeah it makes. What sense. I love about her is I worked at the station with Howard Stern, so guests would come in to be interviewed on his show, and she literally came by herself, 
was walking in the hallway and I saw her. But the best thing was she turned to me and was like, oh, hello, my name is Julia. And it was one of those like, oh, I mean, I think I, I think I know who you I are. I think I, I recognize get it. you. You should, but, have, you should have said, excuse me, who? I, what? Have I, are I'm you sorry, a, Julia, what? what? <laughs> Thank you, but Julia. I always, I always use yeah, that exactly. as an example of the difference between that and oh. someone unknown who's like, I mean, of course you know who I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. Julia yeah. Roberts, like everyone knows who she is. It <laughs> yeah. was, I don't yeah. know. And I love yeah. her and I would never want to hear a bad story. It is my her. experience that the bigger, the more, more famous they are and the more humble, you know, I guess because they're yeah. trying to yeah. just live a, a normal, regular life. Yeah. Like this is their job that they do during their hours of they working. They know that you're and doing then, your job. And yeah. they, right. And then it's like, cool. And then over here, this is yeah. this is not me working. Right. And I'm still going to be the same person, but maybe a little more professional because you're at work. Right. 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 But you could still be genuine either side, whether you're working or not yourself or, you know. And, I don't and, know. and they have to deal with such a level of fame and recognition, yeah. which totally changes people's behavior toward them. One of my clients, oh, yeah. whom I adore, lovely woman, no name, she's a Scientologist, a lovely, 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 and um, hung out with Tom Cruise many, many times, you know, because they're part of the same club. And she said they were walking through some casino in Las Vegas. And so, you know, when you're a celebrity at that level, there's all kinds of things you know to do when you're in public to make sure you don't cause like a ruckus, right? Like no eye sure. contact, keep your head down, you know, keep moving, you know, have your friends surrounding you and shit, stuff. Can you curse on your podcast? Yeah, of course you can. Oh, okay. Fuck I love it. So she was walking along with him and from the corner of her eye, she saw this woman who stopped and recognized Tom Cruise and she literally fainted. And, and, and my friend said, it looked like somebody had pulled out the battery out of a toy and it just literally, she just like hit the floor because she saw Tom Cruise. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's that kind, but that's the kind of um, attitude they have to deal with. That's the kind of... Uh, Did Tom Cruise then stomp on her face and say, get away from me? Is that where <laughs> No, they kept on moving. Of oh, course they couldn't okay. stop. And, you they know, just let her... Just yeah. let her die there yeah, on yeah. the street. I'm yeah. Kidding. No, they're in a casino. She's in a casino. There are plenty of people around. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Maybe too much less cigarette smoke. I don't um, know. Right? Uh, yeah, probably. That That is so painful in Vegas. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know. Even when I smoked, it was painful. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no. Absolutely. <laughs> Me too. Same here. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. So do you oh, have a favorite era of makeup? Like a certain genre? of time that you just absolutely love is it is it now is it back then is it... i have to say now right now i am not a big fan of makeup um, yeah what is the, the trend way now? young people there's so much of it there's uh -huh. so much contouring and highlighting and and you, anywhere you go now you go to a drive through everybody's wearing fake lashes oh my yeah, gosh right? yes, sure. yes. Yeah. It's, it's just too much let let women let girls be Pretty naturally. That's that's just a lot. It's just a lot. And I blame the Kardashians again for oh, that stuff. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I um I, I love to do like period makeup, like thirties and forties, and you know. Um, yeah, that's cool. Dramatic, but in a very 
kind of more natural way. You know, maybe like a like a, a lip that's going to make a statement or an eyeliner that's going to make a statement. But I don't have to do it all at once. You know, you don't have to yeah. wear all that stuff at once. Sure. Uh, yeah. My philosophy with makeup, my philosophy in general is everybody's, everybody has something. Everybody has something that is beautiful or outstanding. Could be your eyes, could be your lips, could be your cheekbones, could be your beautiful eyebrows, whatever. Recognize what you have and play it up. You don't have to wear a mask, you know? Yeah. So know your face. And also, you don't have to do it because you've seen it on TV. Because you've seen the Kardashians do it. You don't have to do it. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that advice. I do love that. I think yeah. that advice is so pure and natural and true. I, mean, I really do. Yeah. And unfortunately, it is not the trend right now. You know? Yeah. It is not. But yeah. it'll come around. And that's what's really nice about makeup and, and style in general. Is it every yeah. 20, 30 years, it just comes back with a new twist. It, right, so, yeah, circulates like style of clothing. I mean, it's the style of anything. Yeah, yeah you're yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Nothing is is new. It's all rehashed right. with sure. a, with a little twist. That's right. Uh, oh, what on advice? that note, I give up. No, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> what advice? You know, you said it's so tough for um, new makeup artists. What advice would you give a young budding artist coming to you? Please, better help me. <laughs> well, first, I would say, what do you want to do? Like, what media what genre what you know do you want to work in movies or do you want to uh, do celebrities like i do or do you want to models and stuff uh so i would try to gear them towards whatever career they want to have in general if you want to do what i do nowadays i would recommend you go to beauty school you learn how to do both hair and makeup Oh, um, hair and makeup. Hair right. and makeup. Yes, it's yeah, easier to break right. in and get a job. Then later on, you can whichever you like best. Once you get to a certain level, it's gonna split, and you're gonna be doing either one or the other, right? That makes sense because they can hire one person, right? Um, especially for traveling, especially for um, like on tour with with artists, with singers, and stuff like that. You know, so I would I would find out what it is which genre they want to get into if they want to work in movies i would say learn special effects go apply some yeah. ball caps and fake beard on people and, sure. and you know and that is do scars and bruises that's what you're going to need in your career yeah and then try to get in the union you know but, uh, did yeah, you do right, much right. hair work yourself or just N stuck with not makeup? at all look at me i don't have i have no hair <laughs> he is bald <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> that was going to be my next question. How do you work yeah. on hair when you don't have any? No, I, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I can do a wet look. I can pull the hair back into a ponytail. I can, yeah, I can do a couple of things. But as I said earlier, once you get to a certain level, you're called for one. Yeah. Yeah. One thing specifically. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Did you ever have any obstacles uh, when doing this career and this path for you? Anything that was difficult to get over? You said it kind of came easily to you. Obstacles, like, uh, no, it really, no, no. I mean, you know, you make mistakes sometimes. And, and, and then so years ago, I was on a photo shoot for French L and we were shooting Princess Stephanie of Monaco, right? Wow. She was great. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Crack open the bottle of champagne, drink, drink, drink. At the time, I really didn't drink. So a couple of glasses of champagne and I've lost focus. Now, oh, she yeah. was on the set with 
a bird, like a parrot, some kind of a pet bird. And she kept on kissing it. And the bird was kissing her back. And so what she was doing was putting lipstick on the beak. <laughs> and then when the bird was kissing her back, he was putting lipstick all over her. And because I wasn't really paying attention. No, come on. Your boy was drinking. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't yeah. drink in yeah. makeup. I mean, it wasn't dramatic. Yeah, don't drink in right. makeup, uh, and don't drive in makeup, ladies. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, people totally do their makeup while driving. I know. I'm fascinated when I get to the red light and the woman next to me is doing her makeup. I'm like staring. <laughs> Oh my goodness. That's so okay, funny. I do want to dig into um where does your love of music fit into all this? You're a huge uh, I'm a soul huge. soul I'm a, music fan. Uh huge, huge, huge. I sleep with music on. I won't get in the car if I don't have my music on. I have an iPod in every room of my house. I don't know where I guess my mom, you know, yeah. listened to music when I was a kid and my test in music goes from uh, operatic, you know, classical to jazz to R and B to um, uh, rap. I definitely go towards the uh, the black uh, experience with music. I love yeah, world yeah. music, world music. Yeah. They love it. Uh, lately, I know, don't make fun of me, but I really got into BTS. <laughs> what I'm is BTS? Really is that, into um, Korean pop, K-pop. Korean is, pop, is yeah. Ruling my world right now. I don't get it. I don't get it. I know one of my friend's kids is obsessed, and I'm just like, wow, I'm so glad that's not my I mean, era. I'm talking about the music. I'm not talking about, like, the actual visual or, you know. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, the young, the teenage girl crush visual. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 You're, you're literally just talking about the vocals, the harmonies, well, the, it, it, it the, has the melodies. The, yeah, yeah, it's very melodic. Style it has it. a strong R&B pool. Sure. Uh, yeah. It's like really, really good pop. You know, if you're going to do pop, yeah, I'm into BTS and Nick It Jonas. sounds sexual, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, BTS. BTS. I'm into BTS. I'm into BTS. <laughs> Can we just go back to, like, George Michael, the original? Uh... <laughs> See, that's oh, that kind of, like... Is there any chance yes, you worked on the George Michael video with all those models? Oh my god, with all the supermodels! No, it's one of my favorite videos. Oh, it's oh, great! Yeah. I mean, there will is never be a better video than that video. Oh yeah, no kidding! Right? So you, you, unique. You can, I know. You can. Watch what was the it. name of that one? Uh, uh, it's not. It's not. I want your sex. It's um. Oh lord. I know, I can't think of it either. <laughs> uh, have to oh, Google. shit, it's on the tip of my tongue, too, and I'm not going to hurt it. I am not going to hurt it. Right. Model. Yeah. I've actually worked with two of those models. Oh, Freedom. Uh, freedom. 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 Good Lord. Oh, my God, it's such a good song still. Yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorites. Oh, I have a wonderful okay. uh, Naomi Campbell story yeah. who's in that video. Oh, yes. Was she dating um, the guy Adam Clayton from U2 at the time? No, um, mm-hmm. I, no, I don't know who she was dating at the time, but she was here yeah. in, in, in LA for the Academy Award and she was, I guess, paid to go to all the parties and stuff. And she was staying at the um, um, Beverly Hills Hotel, the Hotel California. She had a bungalow. Oh. And um, I would go for a week every day and um, I would have to be there at 7 o'clock. She would come down at 10 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, That's funny. In a G-string, nothing else, just like... Would she hit you with a shoe? No. She's she got was, a bad rap. She's got she a bad no, rap. she was lovely, lovely, lovely. Not only yeah. was she lovely, but she, she was definitely one of the most beautiful, stunning women I've ever seen. 
face yeah. and wow. body. Her body was insane. As I tell you, I've seen her in a G-string. She was sitting there in the makeup chair in a G-string and carrying with her a little pouch filled with diamonds and then jewelry and like and trying oh to pick gosh. out what she was going to wear for the event. Oh my what a lot. And, you know, by 11.30 midnight, she'd walk out of there and I would have been there like, you know, all evening and she would give me drinks, champagne, food, whatever. She was lovely, lovely, lovely. Oh, and uh, that was my week with Naomi. <laughs> that's awesome yeah i love i love hearing stuff like that it's like oh my god talk about somebody who was like the top the cream of the crop oh, yeah yeah you know well, she so was she lovely keep... to me i heard about her you know stories and yeah. with yeah hitting people with a phone and shoes and stuff like i've never seen experience any of that yeah that's yeah. awesome yeah. that is great yeah okay it's time for our segment it's five o'clock somewhere where oh. we ask you five quick questions that reveal your true identity if it is Uh-oh. five o'clock somewhere i would like to be there for happy hour <laughs> <laughs> okay question number one so being from france what is the oddest thing or oddest place you've seen in your travels in the u.s uh florida <laughs> <laughs> that I agree with. <laughs> oh you know, God. I have to say Florida is a different animal. It's just, it's particularly central Florida. And, um, but one of my favorite places I've been to was New Orleans. Oh, yeah, New Orleans. Louisiana, yeah, sure. New Orleans, yeah. yeah. I, I did a couple of music videos with Boys to Men there. Oh, it's my God. Phenomenal. I know. That is awesome. It was amazing. It was amazing. I love those yeah. guys growing up. All right, question number two. Your favorite item of food of all time? Sushi. Sushi, mm. throw it on the floor. I'll be on my knees eating it. I don't care. <laughs> Give me did, gas, did you... gas station sushi. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Did, you ever, no, no did you ever eat at um, Sushi by H, which was near us? We live near each other. It was on San Vicente. Yeah, yeah, I have actually. Oh, yes, yes. That was really, one of really my nice. favorite. One really, of my favorite really places. Nice. No longer yeah. around. Also, we would go there all the time. Yeah, really yeah. Nice. What's your favorite sushi spot in LA? Well, I went to Matsuhisa. Matsuhisa was. Oh, is that the place Drew, our mutual friend Drew, loves? No, or Matsuhisa no? Is, is the one on La Cienega by uh, right next to Forgot a Child. Oh, yeah. you know, restaurant right next to it. There's oh. a little. Well, it's, it's, um, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. It's, he's, he's the guy who created Nobu. Um, oh, right. Yeah, and um, it's insane. It's really expensive, yeah. too. I was taken there a few times. Um, and then <laughs> I our friend Drew, that place yeah, I keep on saying Hirozen, but it's not Hirozen. What is it called? It's at the corner of Switzer and Orlando. And um, yeah, that's oh, also yeah. Like, really nice there. Yes, yeah, sorry. Um, Orlando and uh, Beverly. What is it? Sushi Mat? Uh, mo- I'm, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to tell you right now because yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm. Let him look it up. Matsumoto. 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 I knew that it was a Matsu, but I got thrown yeah. off by the Matsuhisa. I was yeah. like, oh, wait, is that. Am I. Hold on. Well, it used to be called Hirosen, but I guess Matsumoto is the name of the chef, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, there was some chef. So, yeah, oh, sushi, that might be it. sushi for um, sure. Yeah. Question right, number three. Please tell us. <laughs> I'm embarrassed for writing this. Please tell us your favorite things in order. French fries, French toast, French kissing, French bulldogs. French fries, French toast, French kissing, French bulldogs. I'm embarrassed. Okay, that's really terrible. Um, I know. I have to say French bulldog. Is the favorite. Favorite, favorite. Okay, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, really? What, what did you want? French kissing? What were you expecting? French fries? No. No, I was not going to have just, you put them in order, but that's too much well Let's put, move on. Let's move on. You should have put like French's mustard or something. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Question number four. If you could only drink one type of alcoholic drink for the rest of your life, what would it be? Specific. Specifically? Like specifically, probably Pinot Noir. Oh. oh, but you know, okay. as I got into K-pop, I, <laughs> I started drinking soju. Have you ever had soju? Yeah, it's, it's I, a, I mean, it's like yeah, pure it's alcohol. Right. It's like really pure alcohol. You just like shoot it. It's like yeah, I kind of like it. But yeah, yeah, Pinot Noir, a good Pinot Noir, and I mean, <laughs> any Pinot right. Noir that's good, I'll drink it. Right, okay. right. Or a Malbec, actually, Malbec number two. Yeah, I'm, I'm Malbec. Gonna, now you're speaking. I'm gonna yeah. give you the Malbec as a better answer. Yeah, we'll yeah. give the Malbec. <laughs> All right, question number five. I believe this was a Maya Angelou quote. She said something um, that people won't remember what you did or said. They'll remember how you made them feel. How do you hope to be remembered, Patrick? Uh, exactly as Mario Angelou said, I would hope that people would say, I made them feel good. I consider what I do is, is about making people feel good, you know? And, and so, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And um, that, and I'm a good-looking guy and uh, <laughs> of course and what else? i mean that's what obvious. Else do i want him to remember me that's it that's it well that's awesome yeah, uh, yeah, i do just want to good... say the minute we met you uh we met through a mutual friend drew and heather that um if we you just guys ever a... listen we love you if, yeah, yeah, if yes. you ever listen to this podcast come back um, come back we just quick. had an instant vibe with you and you really do like i just love your energy and everything thank about you, you and thank you What's yeah, thank you absolutely. for being on our podcast thank you for having yeah. me i was nervous but you made it so much fun so much fun <laughs> that's thank good you. yeah i'm glad yeah. to hear that it should be fun it, it was. is fun we love it yeah yeah good is there uh, if someone wants to find you on like instagram do you have a tag or something just your name or? uh yeah it's very difficult it's my name patrick de von brun oh boy so that's <laughs> patrick with a patrick. d e f o n t as in tom b as in boy r u n e fantastic nice. That's well, me. thank you so much. We love you. Thank you very much. Love you back. And let's get together at Bao sometime soon. Yes. Yeah. Here For we sure. come, Bao. Yeah, Bao, Bao. Bao, Bao. Welcome to the Afterpod, where we talk about our guest after they've left the room. Hey, Patrick. Can Oh, wait, you're not here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so tricky. He doesn't even know we do this. Uh, so that- what the hell? You think he'll actually listen? Uh, that was Patrick de Van Brun. De Van Brun. We're never going to get that. Um, we'll just call him, don't call me Pat. Don't call me um, de Fond. You know what's great is we meet people and we find them fascinating and yeah. we have them on. And uh-huh. then they actually even exceed my expectations just about all the things that he talked about. And I, I mean, I'm totally down as well as his makeup. What do you call that? His um, Not his makeup theory, but, you know, how, what he believes in makeup about it not having to be overdone and, you know. Oh, sure. Yeah. Simplicity. Simplicity really brings can bring out the beauty in anyone. That's like anything, though. Writing a song. Why do you have to do this thrashy, crazy, all-over-the-place song when sim- 
simple stuff is like four chords oh, and the truth nice. is tom petty hey you know what i'm saying i do i will admit that french question was embarrassing at the the five I know. somewhere That's... you know we just throw out a bunch of things you don't know uh, yeah. what's gonna stick the thing with with our our guests and him too is that i just you know you could ask 300 questions and then we could be like armchair marsh or uh not armchair marsh and what's the <laughs> Armchair expert. Armchair expert where it's like three hours long. Yeah. Joe Rogan talks for three hours. That's yeah, so Joe wild. Rogan too. But I kind of get it. Obviously their their following is totally amazing. <laughs> yeah, people who will sit for three hours and listen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but even for me, you know, three hours, that's that's, yeah, that's a, a long, long time. A long time. I usually listen to uh, Armchair Expert. I'll listen at most an hour and then I'm like, yeah. All right, love you guys. Bye yeah. bye. <laughs> yeah. Forty five minutes to an hour and fifteen is like a solid, you know. Oh my god, I get these emails that's it's pod news. I think you're on this too. And oh, it yeah. said the future of podcasting is three minutes. <laughs> is that what it said? <laughs> it totally is. Yeah, it's so But nuts. I mean that's because what people's uh don't have attention time. span yeah. and they don't have time and blah 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 blah, whatever. I don't know. Again, I wanted to dive so much more like have you always been into makeup? Yeah. Well, that's what you've been doing since a kid. Well, no, no. I started off as a painting and drawing. Yeah. Now, just because I did that as a kid, mainly drawing, um, I wanted to just kind of dive more into that. But of course, that would have just added so much time. Well, yeah. I just wonder if if he does painting and drawing now. And guess what? We'll never know. We'll never the know. the next time we see him. At Bow at five <laughs> o'clock on a Friday evening. That's where we originally met him. It was pretty fun. Yeah. A happy hour. Yeah, I thought that was pretty. I love the stories. It was all really great stuff. And I feel for the new, um, the new makeup people. Like I know my niece Cameron is doing makeup, and just everyone's doing makeup. So how do you stand out? And that was interesting. That um, that makes so much sense. That you learn hair as well because yes. then you get in. And you're someone's hair and makeup, and it's that's well. even like the term though, hair and makeup. It's yeah. like it's a collaboration. It's a collaborated joint, like f whatever phrase, I guess, word almost. Hair and makeup is like a one-word thing. It's not just like hair or makeup. Hair and makeup is a, yeah. So that that totally makes sense to me. But you know, he started. He's old school with all that stuff, so it's not OG. like. OG, yeah, he goes OG back. OG makeup artist. I don't know that. Uh, obviously, hair and makeup still existed, but I feel like it's just become a lot more of a combo as one now. And I do love that he brought up that everyone you see is wearing these really long, uh, fake eyelashes, which I kind of like. But I'm also like, wow, you got up in the morning and did this to come to work. Okay. Yeah, and That's they aggressive. glue them on, right? Don't they glue them? You use like a temporary glue to come off uh, right at night. I cannot even. There can you imagine what? putting that on me? Like how how much? Oh my gosh, I, your eyes if, are so if sensitive. If you like pretend you would to touch out. my eye, my I like flinch, and I mean it's bad. You can actually go. I love. I remember a woman at KFI I knew. Um, still know her, but she gets like these fake eyelashes put on semi permanently, and I will mm. say they're beautiful. Yeah, but boy, that's a upkeep. That is an upkeep. As you might know, dear listener, <laughs> I don't really do much makeup. I wish I could find a lipstick I like, because I do, like he was saying, I think if you had a very light foundation, really nice mascara, and a nice lip, I think that's that's 
that's what you need. And it is weirder as you as you age. I remember I had a makeup artist. I wanted to do like cat eyes. Yeah. And they were like, "Can I think you're you know, your eyes are different when you get older and the cat eye might not work." So you got to you got to deal with some of that kind of thing as you get yeah. older. What works and what doesn't for the right. older woman. Yeah. What about the older man? I have wrinkles and gray hairs all over. How do I deal with that? <laughs> yeah, I think the, I think acceptance is one of the things. <laughs> yeah, that's. A, I know. <laughs> Although it's so funny um, with Jason's hair, for people listening, that he has this amazing silver streak in his hair that I would pay for to have in my hair. <laughs> look back up. I'm always paying to put streaks of something in my hair, and you have a a natural gray streak. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I I do dig it. It definitely, I feel like it really started, sadly, over the past year and a half. Do you think gray hair does come from stress? Maybe. Some people say so, some people not. Some people, but you know, I don't know. I think it's also a little bit genetics too. Yeah. Or more genetics and very few from stress. I don't know. I haven't really dove into that field of, uh, just because I just kind of live with it. I go, oh, that's a lot of gray. Oh, well. (laughs) <laughs> well yeah. luckily for men gray often looks very good i know thank you i do my sister Jeannie grew out her gray hair and she has the most beautiful gray hair you never know you never yeah, know she gorgeous does. yeah looks good on people all right well that was a great episode and i want to thank patrick for being on the program yes good patrick stuff. dude fuck i love you <laughs> such a great no seriously he's such, he, he's, his spirit and just as a human being he's, yeah it's he's unreal. real sweet yeah just an amazing person um yeah and I can't wait to meet him at Bao again till next time till next time Bao lovers this program sponsored by Bao thanks for listening to the Cause I Have To podcast the best way you can help us is share the show tell people about it share it with your friends on your socials and also leave us a great iTunes review just google Cause I Have To podcast iTunes go to the bottom of the page and there's your review section make it good will ya find us on Instagram at Cause I Have To podcast and email us especially if you know someone living their dharma and you think they'd be a great guest on the show it's Cause I Have To podcast at gmail and oh we do love those voice messages you can leave us one at anchor.fm slash cause I have to. Keep living those dreams, friends, cause you have to. Till next time.